Hi, this is Adriana, and welcome to the Joyfully Fit Podcast, where we talk about fitness, wellness, and motherhood, and how to keep Christ at the center of it all. Ah, you guys, I am so excited for today's episode because I am here with one of my dear friends. Erin, and I am just so excited to be interviewing her today. She is our very first guest speaker on the podcast. Woohoo! Erin um, is a good friend of mine. We have been running our wellness businesses alongside one another for the past, I want to say, like two and a half years. Um, and she is just such an encouragement and light in my life. She is one of the most beautiful, positive, uplifting people I know. And she is just always there to encourage me, walk alongside me, pray for me, and support me along my business. I am so incredibly thankful and blessed to have her in my life, and I'm just really excited for her to be here and excited to hear her story and what she has to share today. She is currently 37 weeks pregnant um, and getting ready to introduce her beautiful baby girl into the world and become a mama for the very first time. So she is here to talk with us about her story, her journey with pregnancy, preparing to have a family, and the way that God has walked alongside her throughout this journey of growing a beautiful baby inside of her. So I'm going to pass it over to you, Erin. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about who you are, where you are from, what you do, and just the season of life that you are in. Hey everyone, I am so excited to be here and Adriana, thank you so much for those sweet compliments. I feel the same way about you. Just so, so blessed to have a friend like you and um, we literally would never have met if it wasn't through coaching, which is just so cool. Um, so Adriana, of course, lives in Canada and I live in Springfield, Missouri. So like very different places, um, but it's just been really cool to see how God has um moved in our businesses and things. So, um, so I'm, yeah, Erin and I am 33 years old, getting ready to be a mama for the first time and super excited and nervous and all the things. Um, I'm in a crazy season right now because I'm also an orchestra teacher. So I've been an orchestra teacher for going on nine years. Now I teach middle school and high school orchestra students I also have a private violin and viola studio that's my own and do a lot of gigging and things like that on the side and then also have my coaching business. And so thinking about throwing a baby into the mix of all of that as well is a little overwhelming. So I'm feeling all of those feels. We are about two weeks away from going back to school also. Well, I guess a week away from going back to school now. So I will be in school mode for the last two weeks of my pregnancy, which is also a little scary since I have no idea what to expect or anything. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm getting excited about this new season. Definitely nervous, but I know that, you know, God has gone before me and everything else. And I know that he will in this season as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those fears and being nervous is completely normal. Every mom goes Good. through the exact same thing. Um, and Erin is like, she is like the definition of being busy, but also knowing how to like balance everything and use her time wisely. And she (laughs) is 
has a lot of different passions and things that she's a part of and does it all so well with her whole heart. Aww, yes, thank I love you. About you. So I know that, yeah, before you got pregnant and decided to start a family, you had a lot of like fears and hesitations. And maybe one of those things is that you are busy and you have a lot of things going on. And you mentioned it's scary throwing yeah. a baby into the mix of it all. So can you kind of share with us just some of the fears that you had um, as you and Dave were deciding whether or not it was, yeah, God's plan for you to have a baby right now. Yes. So like I mentioned, um, so I'm 33 getting ready to have my first baby. So obviously I had a lot of fears, um, that were thrown in there early on, um, about pregnancy and, and a lot of it really stems from, I think just, you know, thoughts that I had, but also thoughts that I know the devil just kind of like put in my head, um, and because I am such a driven, determined person, I had a hard time seeing like, can I be a mom and still be driven and determined and still go after like my goals and my dreams and, and all of those things. And not that I hadn't seen that before. I had seen that in some ladies, but for the majority, I saw a lot more women um, who either were talking very negatively about motherhood, which kind of made me like super nervous about it and didn't know if I wanted to be a mom. Or I also saw a lot of moms who kind of gave up on themselves. Right. And they, they were like, they just, they became a mom and then they were like, well, this is my life now. And this is who I am. And that freaked me out. Cause I was like, I don't want to be that person that, that totally changes completely who they are and is only seen as like, well, I'm their mom you know? And so I kind of had those fears, um, going into it. And I, I always envisioned like, I would, I would have a baby at 30. I just like in my head growing up, I was like, when I'm 30, that's when I'm gonna have a baby. My mom had me when she was 30. So like, I just thought, Oh, that's what I'm going to do. And I remember like coming up to my 30th birthday and all of these fears just like hit me so hard because in my mind I had thought, that's the perfect timing. Like that's going to be it. And then all of a sudden I just had all these fears and I had the negativity that I had heard in other ladies and, and not knowing like if I could continue on with my dreams and how I could juggle all of the things and, and realizing like, yes, something's going to have to go, but like, I don't want everything to have to go. Like, I don't want to just, and, and I hate saying this term because it's not just a mom. I hate that. Um, when people say that, but that's kind of the mentality that I had, honestly, before getting pregnant was, I just thought like, okay, then you just like your life no longer exists almost. And you just become this mom who takes care of everything. Um, and I just feel like the devil really, you know, I shared this with you earlier, but I just feel like the devil really attacked me a lot with that and gave me a lot of thoughts like you're not worth worthy enough. You're not good enough. You're never going to be enough for a baby. Um, you know, your passions and your desires are going to take away from you spending time with the baby and being intentional. And they might not feel like you love them because you're always gone or you're always doing things. And it was just a lot to take in. And so, um, it was very challenging. And then on top of that, this is like, so I had my own things. And then Dave, my husband, um, we had been told we didn't even know if we could have kids. So here, here I am. And I'm struggling with this mindset, mental battle, and, and just feeling all of those emotions to then also 
thinking, oh my gosh, I'm getting older and we may not even be able to have kids. Like, should we just be like trying and just see what happens? And um, so my husband actually, he had leukemia when he was a baby. Um, and that's kind of why we didn't know. Yeah, we didn't know if we could. Um, doctors just said, hey, you know, we, we are unsure, like you might be able to have kids, but because of like radiation and chemotherapy at such a young age, you may not be able to ever be a dad. And so we had all of those different thoughts and, um, and God is just good. He, he planned, he planned it out at the perfect time. And yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah. It's crazy how we try to come up with the perfect plan. And (laughs) when we're growing up, we're like at this age, I'm going to have a family and I'm going to have this many kids and I'm going to be doing this job. And we try to come up with, yeah, this picture perfect plan and none of that is we want to be in control. control. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, wow. That's hard. It's hard having all of these unknowns of what the future is going to look like and hold for your family. And I really resonate with a lot of what you're saying of having to like give things up as a mom. And I've wrestled with that too, as a mom of mm-hmm. Um, we have all of these dreams and passions and things that we love. And I know one of those things for both you and I is health and fitness and running our wellness businesses. And I had to go through that too, of trying to discern like, where is, how, how do I do it all? But you also want to make sure that you are fully able to give to your family, but then also not lose a part of you and your identity and your purpose. And so um, I guess my question for you is how have you uh, worked through that? Because I know you still run your wellness Mm -hmm. business Mm -hmm. and help women along their fitness journeys. And I know that you want to keep doing that as a mom. So how are you kind of fitting that all in? And um, yeah, how, I guess, how have you work through those fears, but also come up with like a solution for how to make it all work when you become a mom? That's a great question. (laughs) Um, I'm currently working through that. Actually, I, you know, it's, again, it's hard because it's like, I am a very big control person. And that's something that God has really had to work on my heart with, of like, we just talked about, like, you know, we can't control our lives. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. elements of it that we can control and there's elements that, you know, we can, we can do like health and fitness, you know, uh, to help protect ourselves and keep us healthy. And, Mm -hmm. um, but overall, like God is the one that's sovereign and he is the one that like leads, you know, and So sorry, I get emotional too. (laughs) I've been very emotional in my pregnancy, but I just, I don't know. I I just have been really praying about it a lot. Like, God, what do you want me to do? And how is this going to work? And I don't necessarily feel like I have like a hundred percent the answers or anything. I know God works in in different ways. And sometimes we want the answer right, right away, right at that time. And, um, I haven't gotten a complete answer for it yet. So I just feel like I, all I can do is just do my best with, you know, with what I have. And, um, I'm actually sitting in my studio right now, uh, my violin viola studio, and it's going to become the nursery. And I have a little statement I put on my mirror that says, give yourself grace 
Hmm. And I've had yeah. that up for literally like a year now, probably longer than a year. Cause it was back when all of the beginning of COVID stuff started and I had to go virtual with orchestra students. And I was like, I don't know how to do this. Like I've never had to do this, you know? And that was something that like, I've never been good at giving myself grace. I'm always great at giving everybody else grace, but like, I look at myself and I think, no, you should be able to do everything like X, Y, and Z, you know? And I just make myself do it. And over the last couple of years, God's just been really like helping me work on that. And so I know going into this next season, I just keep thinking that like, okay, just give yourself grace. Like yeah. you're not going to be a hundred percent, like know it all mama when like your baby comes, you know, like, and I want to be, I want to be like, yes, I'm like, I know exactly what to do, but I don't because I've never been in that season. And God's just reminding me that, you know, he's always faithful. And in every single season, I can see his hand. Like when I look back, even though I was in that moment and I couldn't tell, like, I was like, okay, what's happening, God? Like, what is going on? I can totally see his hand now in all of those circumstances. Um, and even the virtual and the things that I had to do as a teacher. And so I know that it's going to be the same this time. Yeah. Um, I know there's going to be some things that will probably have to shift a little bit. Um, and I'm just going to have to be okay with that. And honestly, just, you know, listening for his voice and trying to discern, you know, what are those things and how do we make it work? Yeah. It's funny that you just read that little quote yeah. too, because that's what I was thinking in my head as you were speaking, like my number <laughs> one tip that I can give to mom is give yourself grace. And I tell that to like my clients all the time with your workouts, with your nutrition, <laughs> with fitting things in, like give yourself grace because we can't be perfect. And I get you with the need to be like perfect yes. and have control. But as a mom, like, especially in those early newborn stages, oh. like you're exhausted, you're sleep deprived, like you're not going to have time to fit it all in. Um, yep. and then also just taking it one day at a time, I think is a good reminder too. Uh, that's a great reminder. Yeah. And I was also just thinking about like the last episode, episode seven that I talked about. And I know we were chatting about this yeah. too of, of just listening to God when we need to take a step back and take a break mm -hmm. and people will understand yep. like your clients and your groups that you run, they will be there by your side, encouraging you. Even mm -hmm. if you need to say, look, I'm overwhelmed. I am trying to figure out this whole <laughs> new mom life and right. it's, okay. it's okay if you need to not pour in a hundred percent all the time. And I think we I are, need to hear that because yeah. I'm one of those people uh -huh. that it's very challenging yeah. for me to step back. Uh -huh. I love that. Yeah. And um, yeah, before we started recording, we were kind of talking about uh, just being surrounded by community and other women who are going through the same things as you, but who have already gone ahead of you. And you can look at them and, and say like, they are getting through this as well. Um, can you talk a little bit about, yeah, just the power in community that you've had um, yes. with your warrior tribe um, mm -hmm. and also just our coaching community and being surrounded by other moms who yeah, speak positively into your life. Oh, yes. I mean, that 
honestly, that has been a huge thing. And I know God worked in my heart, but I know that he worked in my heart also through Beachbody, which is, mm-hmm. it's such a funny thing to say, but I know a lot of other people yeah. feel that same way. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, when I, when I came into the programs and, um, I actually came into Beachbody like, you know, five or six years ago, like in a really interesting way, an infomercial. And then honestly didn't get into like, I mean, I was doing one workout over and over again, but my mindset and, and so many things shifted when I actually became a coach a couple years ago. So it's been probably about two and a half years ago. And I just poured myself in and I just allowed the community to just uplift me and to be there, you know, and I leaned in, um, versus leaning out when other times, like things would get hard, um, instead of me like running and not wanting to show that side, because that was something that I wasn't used to, or I didn't want to show that I was, I was weak. You know, I wanted to show that I could take on the world. I could do it all. And, um, coming into the group, it allowed me to see that, you know, everybody is dealing with similar things and we're all being open. And, but yet it's not like in a negative way. It's not in us like saying, oh my gosh, my life is so hard and here's all these things. And then having no resolve instead, it was, you know, a place of positivity, like, Hey, can you pray for me about this? Hey, can you, you know, can somebody address this? Like I'm having issues with, you know, my daughter or my son, or I'm having issues in this area. Like I just need help. And I just love that. And I love, I've loved having that community support over the last couple of years because for everybody in life, it's been a rough couple of years with COVID and all of the things. And it's just nice to have a community of people that, you know, like love you are encouraging and uplifting and, um, that they're real, you know, and they share the hardships, but not in a negative way. Um, And then on top of that, they also like desire to uh, lead you closer to Christ, you know, Mm -hmm. that their, their answers are a lot of the time, like, I'll be praying for you, or I'm going to, I'm going to help you with that. Or it's just, it's just something that I've never experienced before. Even, even being a part of, you know, a church, it's like, you're a part of a church and you have these amazing women in the church and you might be in a church group. Um, but it's just, I don't know. It's just such a different thing because we're all running with our business too, that we have this mindset and this passion and, and drive to help other people and to serve. Um, and so, yeah, like being surrounded by them has been seriously a godsend, you know, just with everything that's gone on, but also with motherhood, because like I said before, I just had a very like negative way of viewing motherhood. And, um, it's been really amazing to see so many moms that are still pouring into themselves that are still talking about being your healthiest and why it's so important for your kids to see that and why it's so important for you as a mom. Um, and then just, yeah, sharing. And like, we talked about this earlier, sharing the hearts, you know, like we, Mm -hmm. we are public figures. So we are on social media and we're, we're talking about life, you know, we're talking about the hardships and we can relate with other women on that. But again, it's not going to be this, like, I'm going to bash my kid or I'm going to bash being a mom or anything like that, but just showing that we also have a real life. So, Yeah. yeah. And there is like so much power in being vulnerable and sharing your story. And I Mm -hmm. have felt that too, with like our fitness community. And I was kind of in a similar place when I first started of just praying to God, like, I need 
a community where I can have women who will uplift me and not be negative. And I love that our space is not a place where women come and complain and talk negatively about life, but instead we Mm -hmm. offer encouragement and advice and Mm -hmm. walk alongside one another and, or even bashing people, you know, I mean, it's like, it's like to yeah. be in a community of women who they're not going to bash one another. Like they're literally there to just be there for each yeah. other. Like yeah. uh-huh. it's so amazing. Yeah. Which is very rare. It's unique yeah. to find a community of women, especially like that, where we. Yeah. And, yeah, and all in and, business too, that yeah. you're, you know, you're all yeah. doing this business. It's not a competitive yeah. thing. It's yeah. not you like, oh, I need to one up this other girl, or I need to do better in sales or whatever it might be. It's, yeah. it's been so amazing. So breathtakingly like refreshing. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, and I think when you were talking about watching other moms, like as they journey through pregnancy and being moms and continuing to pour into themselves, I think that was one of the things that drew me to my coach, Meg, because I watched her as she had her first son, um, but continued to show up and do her workouts and eat well and pour into her mindset and personal growth. And she is like, just so encouraging to me as a mom to, to keep doing that with now two kids. Um, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that with pregnancy, maybe some like tips or encouragement for women who want to keep uh, pouring into themselves and uh, at like throughout pregnancy and how you are hoping to do that even when you, when you have a baby and how that's kind of helped you along your pregnancy journey and sticking with those healthy routines. Yes. So first of all, I would say for anybody that's listening, that is new that like, hasn't really worked out before and you want to create a routine during your pregnancy, you totally can. Don't think that you can't do it because you haven't done it before. I think so often we, and I know that it's changing, but I feel like so often we think of pregnancy as a condition and, oh, I'm pregnant. And like, you have to just barely do anything. Now, if, you know, if you have a high risk pregnancy or you have had complications, that is totally different. But we are so capable. Like our bodies are so capable. I mean, we're freaking growing a human yeah. being. Like, I mean, God is so cool. He allows us to go on this journey uh-huh. and, and be a part of it. It's so amazing. So if you have thought about that, like I would say, talk to your, you know, OBGYN, talk to your doctors, make sure that you're in a place where you can do some of those things. And then just don't go too rigorous. You know, if it's not something that you've already done, I would say, you know, we have pre and postnatal bar. Mm -hmm. That's been an awesome program for a lot of mama friends and for myself. Um, So there, you know, look for things that are going to be specific to you, like for your journey. Um, If you're somebody, you know, that wants to work out and you're, and you're hoping to get pregnant or, you know, you want to have a a good pregnancy and feel really good um, throughout I would say, do it like, you know, just jump in and it's not going to always, it's not going to be perfect ever. You know, there's going to be days that you'll probably miss. There'll be days you don't feel very good. You might have to modify 
know that those that's okay. Cause if your whole reason behind doing it is that you just want to feel good, you want to have energy, you want to be able to, um, enjoy your pregnancy, you know, that's the reason why. Mm -hmm. So think about those reasons why. So number one, don't feel like you can't do it if you're pregnant. Number two, um, jump in if that's something that does, you know, does make you excited about pregnancy or getting pregnant, jump in and don't expect it to be perfect, but think about your why, um, behind doing it. And then, um, I would say three, planning it out is so important. Like, you know, I mean, if you have the mindset of, I really want to do this, but you don't actually make a plan, it's probably not going to be added in. So for me being so busy, that's how I have to do everything. I have to schedule things out and I have to say, okay, in the morning, I'm getting up at this time and I'm pushing play on my workout by this time so I can get it in. Um, so I would say just really have a plan and also recognize that the plan could not work, that it could (laughs) fail, you know, that's something that I'm thinking about with pregnancy, especially, or with, uh, having our baby girl, um, coming up because I've never gone through that season, you know, and now I've, I've been planning, I've been able for the most part to stay pretty consistent. Um, but I know it's a new life and she's going to be waking up whenever she wants to wake up, going to sleep whenever, you know, I mean, it's just hard to know, but I want to try my best to continue to stay on a, on a schedule as much as I can. And then again, just give myself grace when I don't do it. Uh It's okay to change the plan. I always have to remind myself of that. And I think like you mentioned, we had, like, there are so many options out there. Like, even within our own library of workouts that we use, um, Aaron and I, there are so many options and it's okay if you start something and you say, no, this doesn't feel right for my body or, um, the workouts are too long or not intense enough or too intense. Like you can switch it up. There are so many options. Um, but I agree. I think for me, when I was pregnant, it was just getting up and moving, moving my body, um, getting up, getting outside, getting fresh air, um, and doing some kind of physical activity is Mm -hmm. so important. And I encourage if you are able, all moms who are pregnant to keep staying active. And I think most, most doctors, um, and OBGYNs will recommend to stay active. Um, and for myself too, which you obviously haven't experienced this yet, but it helped a lot for like my recovery to postpartum recovery, Mm -hmm. Uh, that I had stayed active while I I was pregnant. So I think that will, yeah, that will definitely help you going into that. Um, But also be okay, (laughs) go slow, um, give yourself time to to heal with that as well. Um, I love that. I love that you have a plan. I think that's what has helped me stay most consistent too, is I don't have to think about it. I just show up, I press play on my workouts. I don't have to drive anywhere or think of it because- you're already, you already have so much to think about. So it's helpful to streamlining that just push play and just, you know, and I, I, that's one thing I love is the fact that we have, like, we have a program, you know? So every day I'm like, Oh, day two press play. And I don't have to think, Oh my gosh, what do I have to do today? I did arms the other day. So I should probably do leg work Uh or whatever. Yeah. I just love that Uh because I don't, 
think any harder than I have to. Yeah. And I used like, I used to waste way too much time, like searching random things on YouTube and pinning things on Pinterest that I never, ever used. Right. And then rarely working out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh (laughs) yeah. 45 minutes to pin things. And then I'd be like, okay, I'll do this 10 minute little circuit. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Me too. Way too much time wasted. Yes. Agreed. (laughs) So thankful for a schedule. Um, yeah, kind of switching gears here back towards motherhood as you gear up to be a mom. I would love to just hear from you what you are excited about, what you're looking oh forward to. Yeah. There's what so are many you, yeah. And it gives me chills to think about it because it's like such a beautiful experience that you get to go through. And I am just so excited for you. I'm just, I'm it's, it's becoming more real for sure. Like, I mean, we were talking about this earlier of just, you know, when you're growing the, you're growing this baby inside and it's like, you're, you're reading every week, like, Oh, week 30, week 31, here's what's happening. Here's what's forming. And, and it's like, you know, that there's a baby, you can feel the baby. Right. And, but like, it's so hard to envision, like, what are they going to be like? And what are they going to look like? And how heavy are they actually? (laughs) You're like on the scale and I weigh so much. And like, how much of that is actually Uh (laughs) or at my appointments, they would take like a measuring tape over my stomach. I'm like, how can a measuring tape tell me how big my baby is? Like that does not make sense at all. Yes. I know. I wish that they could tell us because yeah. I also feel like that would like mentally prepare me a little bit more for like mm-hmm. what's going to happen, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I, I think I'm just so excited for the moment, like that I get to hold her in my arms for the first time. And that I get to like actually see her and see what she looks like. And then I am also so excited to, um, to like be able to give her to Dave, you know, because it's like, even though it's like a bittersweet thing, you know, because right now it's like, I've had all this time with her, Uh you know, and it's just been the two of us. And so it's like a part of you wants to just keep that. And you're like, Uh I don't want anyone else to have you. Uh But then the other part is like, I can't wait till other people get Mm -hmm. to meet you, you know, and that I get to meet you. And so I'm really excited about that. And just like seeing Dave become a dad, like he's been, he's an uncle to, I mean, I don't even know, like 13, we have like 13, 14 nieces and nephews. Yeah. And he's been an uncle since he was 11. He's the youngest. And so he's, he's going to be fantastic as a dad. I can just see it. And I know it makes him happy. And, and on top of that, I think, I don't know. I, I know without a doubt, like that I was telling you before that I know the devil had put all these like horrible thoughts in my head before. And I just fully believe that he did that because he knows how incredible my, our daughter is going to be. Like, I just fully believe that, that he was like, I don't want this legacy to go on. I don't want another like Christian woman who is like going to stand up for other people and encourage them and be Mm -hmm. kind, like to come into the world, you know? And, and so I feel like I just get so excited about that of being able to help her and to see her grow as a, as a beautiful, like Christian girl and, and, and somebody that loves people and loves God and just, I don't know, just her heart, you know, I get excited about that. So I'm yeah. going to get, get emotional again. Oh, yeah. That is so beautiful. Yeah. I think I just, 
yeah, you can see your heart and just how much you love her. And I think we have these, like, obviously we think about our children and what they're going to be like when they grow up and who they're going to be and what they're going to do with their careers and their lives. But I mean, at the end of the day, like it really is their heart and we Mm -hmm. pray and desire that our children will love the Lord and grow up to, oh, now I'm going to start crying. I know. (laughs) To just want to serve him and love him and serve other people. And that is just so evident. And she is just beyond blessed to be your daughter and you're in Dave's daughter and God put you through those trials and Satan loves to attack when we want to be closer to God and want to serve him. But that mm-hmm. had just prepared you to stand strong in in your beliefs and your values. And yeah, Amen. She is, yeah, absolutely. What a, a beautiful family for her to be a part of. I I know she's gonna do big things. And I'm you. excited to to watch her grow up and and become who she's meant to be. Thank you. I appreciate that. I feel the same about you guys and Charlotte and seeing her grow up. I just, it's so precious and they, they grow up so fast too. It's insane. (laughs) Yes, they do. It's, it's crazy. It will go fast. So cherish Mm -hmm. every single moment. I know you will, but Mm -hmm. oh, I have chills. This is beautiful. I am so excited for you, Erin. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing with us. It was just so nice to, I know I hear your story all the time, but it's nice to just sit down and hear the ways that God is working in your heart. And, um, yeah, I love it. So thank you for sharing that with us. I know that you are going to bless so many people through this episode and God is just so, so good. And that's great. Well, thank you for, thank you so much for having me on. I truly enjoyed this time. And getting to share my heart with um, you again and with, and with yeah. all of your followers. Yeah. And this podcast has just been such a blessing to me already. And, you know, I know you're only like, you know, seven, eight episodes in, but I just, I know God is using you in such a beautiful way. And I'm, I'm so excited to see how this podcast takes off. Oh, thank you. Thank you're you welcome. Um, where can people connect with you, find you? Um, yeah. Where can they come <laughs> and chat with you? Yeah. Um, I'm definitely on Instagram. So, um, if you look me up on Instagram, I'm under Aaron Russell, it's R U S C E L. A lot of people think it's my last name, but it's not It's my middle name. Um, and then I'm on Facebook as Aaron Hefta Ross. So Hefta is my maiden name and Ross is my last name. <laughs> I'm just confusing. Yeah, I'm all I, over the place. I never knew that about your Instagram. That's so funny. Yeah. I, I, I always wondered though what it like, why they were different. So I, I will know. put, I will put both of those links in the show notes so that people can go awesome. and chat with you and Thank see you. when your beautiful baby is born. Yay! Yay. Yes. Come hang out with us. And yes. as always, you know, if this episode like speaks to you, mm-hmm. feel free to reach out to Adriana or myself. I like would love to chat with you if you're dealing with those things or fears or anything. So definitely feel like you can reach out. Yay. Thank you so much, Erin. You're so fun interviewing you. Thank you so much for listening along with this episode. 
I pray that it was a blessing to you and that you learned something new about having a Christ-centered wellness journey. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend, post it to your social media, and tag me so I can personally thank you. Another way to support me is to leave me a review. I would love to hear what you liked about this episode. Check out the episode notes for any resources from this episode and ways to connect with me. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next one. May God bless you along your own wellness journey as you strive to take care of your mind, body, and soul, keeping Christ the center of it all. Hope to chat with you again soon.